Hey everyone, Josh here. Quick question for you. Do you like coffee? Even more important question, do you like fresh coffee? Coffee that's roasted to order and doesn't taste like the bottom of your kitchen oven. If you answered yes to any of these questions, then you need to head over to McQuanoCoffee.com and get yourself some of the best coffee there is to get. Whether you like the light roast or the dark roast or you're feeling a little whimsical and you want to get that sample pack, McQuano Coffee Roasters has everything you need. And just when you thought this couldn't get any sweeter, make sure to use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. Do yourself a favor and stop drinking bad coffee because you know what? Life's too short for that. Head on over to McQuanoCoffee.com and use the promo code REFORMATORY to get 20% off all bagged coffee. You will not regret it. Thanks, and now on to the show. What do you got for me? What's wrong with you people? I got nothing for you. What's wrong What's going on, everyone, and welcome to the Reformatory, the podcast for the local church and by the local church, and we are your local churchmen. My name is Josh Loftus, and I am here with my guy, Bro Jack. He's in oh, the man. house. What? Jackie boy. Jackie boy. Apparently, I'm Boomer What's going Jack on? from apparently some antics hey, that you're went on Bro the Jack, <laughs> You're Boomer Jack. You're... you're your Man. your vet card Jack. Oh my Man, gosh. You're, you you are you are whatever <laughs> Jack we need you to be. <laughs> Isn't that from are. a movie? What movie is that from? Is that uh, Batman uh, or something I, along well, those lines? Well, I mean it's kinda like, you know, like like you know, you're not the Jack that you're not the Jack that we deserve, but you're the Jack we need right now. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That doesn't say very much. <laughs> oh my goodness, dude! Uh, dude, so okay, so we got to be careful because apparently some listeners. I was uh, uh, we we were on Twitter um, Twitter conversation last week. Some listeners don't like all of the banter, you know. So this yeah. is this is a thing. This is a thing, yeah. and I and I and I want to talk about this for a second. Okay, there are some people out there, and Jared Wilson actually came out in favor of the banter, which I yeah. appreciate about Jared C. He did. Uh, there are some folks that literally just want to listen to a podcast that's two guys talking just about the topic and then they end the <laughs> podcast. That to me just sounds so boring. Like just listen to a sermon. Yeah. Right? No? Uh, <laughs> is, that, is that just I mean, me? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, dude, okay. If if, yeah. if you got a lot of ground to cover and you need to do that effectively by all means have your podcast set up that way but this is this is not like a machine gun of straight up like academic work in your face right now here people no 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 like, the reformatory is... the reformatory is many things but we have never been accused of being <laughs> academic <laughs> definitely not that uh this is what we call this this podcast is what we call in thailand uh, a sabai it has this very com- sabai culture it is very comfortable and laid back all right and don't push us okay 
I love how you, you, you're in Thailand for a week. Dude, I don't and you're coming care. Back, you're in NATO Two, now. Josh. You know, this is Two what weeks. we, this is Jack. Jack, Jack. Jack's the white guy. He comes, Jack's the white guy that like goes to, goes to Thailand and then comes back in like all of the traditional Thailand garb. And he's all like, in Thailand, nah, we call son. that namaste. Nah, son. <laughs> Just like, what? Okay. <laughs> what all I got to say is this. About, people in the Northwest, compared to the weather in Thailand, people in the Northwest, Man, it's been so refreshing. That's the only thing that I can say, really. The weather, people yeah. are like, oh, it's hot. It's like, try 95 it is, it degrees humidity. Oh, my plus gosh, this. you're turning into this guy. <laughs> the superiority <laughs> complex now is real that Jack has been to Thailand for hey, a week. Sorry, people. You need to hear this. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Anyway, uh, so Jack, something, okay, speaking of Twitter, right? Uh, this whole ep is going to be a a, a a Twitter roast, which I'm honestly fine about because Twitter needs roasting. So, did you see this new update that Twitter just did? No. We, it's we have Twitter circles now. Have you seen this? Um, I don't know about these circles. So Twitter, so it's different than Twitter Spaces because Twitter Spaces <laughs> is like the audio like thing that you can do with Twitter. Now there's Twitter circles, which means that you can choose who's in your your personal Twitter, who's in Twitter my five? circle. Who's in yes. my five? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you can choose who's in Where your is personal Charles Barkley, Twitter dude? circle. And now you can choose, does this tweet go out to everyone or just those in your circle? Twitter is turning into high school all over again. Dude, Twitter is turning into is, MySpace. That's all it is. Twitter is turning into MySpace. Thanks a lot, Twitter. Dude, I, I, <laughs> why? I guess, okay, like, I, I don't, isn't the idea of Twitter to be, like, why, why is this a thing now that we can have private clubs on Twitter? Because, you know, Twitter wasn't, Twitter wasn't, uh, it, it wasn't divisive enough. Now we yep. can have private groups on Twitter that we can send personal things to. Well, right? that's, well, I mean, that's like Instagram too. If you, if you look at your options on Instagram when you do your story, yeah. you can do the close friends thing, which apparently is like a godsend for us right. who, who are of the particular Baptist uh, smoking and taking in some vibations libations yeah. here sure and you just hit the close friends thing so people can't see that <laughs> yeah <laughs> i mean that's that's so what you're saying so what, so what you're saying is maybe this is useful i mean so that could i can be. just like yeah like, like only those in my circle get my hottest of hot takes is what you're saying i mean i guess i don't know but then you okay. get into this echo chamber thing and the whole thing yeah. about twitter is you gotta rustle them people's uh Gummy worms, there. Okay, hold you on, got. Hold on. Wait. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. What? what? You got to stir the what pot. You, you got to rustle them people's gummies worms. What okay? did you just say? Trolley, the you sour gummy rustle. worms, bro. Jack just just straight up. My man just straight up said you gotta you gotta <laughs> rustle people's gummy worms. Hey man, <laughs> I'm throwing it back to the '90s. Okay. <laughs> in the 90s said that <laughs> jack do you have a cigar for us you know what? why do. don't we ruff, why don't we ruffle some people's gummy worms and let's talk about a, a cigar you've got for okay. us jack <laughs> while while josh is laughing at me consistently throughout this episode you're so uh, old <laughs> i i have a cigar that is not i mean it's it's pretty decent 
it's it's from Foundation, which is one of our go-to uh, brands that we usually like here on the Reformatory. Oh yeah. Um, we have the Wiseman Maduro Firecracker. Okay, this is a yes, she is. Fi- this is a fifty ring gauge by three and a half inch Vitola. Um, it is pure Nicaraguan, but actually not pure Nicaraguan. Uh, the wrapper is Mexican San Andreas. This is basically mm. the Wise Man Maduro, yeah, but in the firecracker form. So you're getting just a ton of flavor straight up into your gullet here. Um, into your gullet. <laughs> so you have wrapper is Mexican San Andreas. Uh, binder is Nicaraguan, but it's from, but it's uh, Jalapa Corojo, Nicaraguan. And then the filler is Esteli and Jalapa. So they're different regions of Nicaraguan uh, tobacco. Uh, I bought this. It's MSRP is 750 I think I bought it for 8 bucks. Okay. Um, really good uh, kind of cocoa, little spice in there. Uh, I drank it with a cup of coffee this morning as well, too. I thought it was really good. Uh, some dark chocolate notes. Um, really nice little short, sweet. I don't know about sweet, but short and good earthy uh, smoke for everybody there you go. that doesn't want a bigger cigar or doesn't right. even even want a robusto. You want something else? Yeah, something short, something quick, something kind of like a firecracker. Hence the name. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Uh, something uh, you know, a little on the heavier side, but not too heavy. Have it. Have it with some coffee. Have it in the morning. You know, it's a good little. It's just a good little smoke. Have it on your lunch break, mm-hmm. right? When you're working, if you enjoy that stuff. And uh, yeah, regular MSRP about seven fifty. Um, it's a good. It's a good little stick. We like it. And honestly, anything by Foundation is fantastic. We yeah. love Foundation. Foundation is great. We really, really like it. So the Wise Men Maduro Firecracker. That is the Reformatory Cigar of the Week. Go and smoke to the glory of God. All right, Jack. It's time to <laughs> ruffle some people's oh gummy worms. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Speaking of Twitter controversies, <laughs> a couple weeks ago, I, I I had the uh, I had I had this 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 moment where I was like, hey, you know, it'd be funny. Let's put on Twitter. Let's ask the question: What what is one of your most unpopular opinions that you believe is true? Right. Basically, like what what opinion do you have? That is unpopular uh, by you know regarding the, the general masses, but 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 you hold right. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I'm thinking like p- things like pineapple on pizza, um, <sighs> you know, you know, uh, uh, LeBron James being more talented than Michael Jordan, um, <laughs> things like that, right? So I put mine up there because I thought, oh, you know, this this will be interesting. What I put <laughs> was this. I said, I think the TV show. <laughs> The Chosen mm-hmm. is, I believe the word I used was hot garbage, <laughs> and we should stop watching it. Yeah. That was Pretty my unpopular much. opinion. Okay? So, I write that out. I click tweet. Oh, man. The gummy worms were rustled. <laughs> okay? So, uh, that caught on like absolute wildfire. I got, uh, I, I, I was not popular. 
Uh, I would say that that there was a remnant of individuals that agreed with me. Um, but a what ended up happening is the chosen TV show oh, got a hold of the tweet uh, and fantastic. you know commented. Yep, yep, yep. And then all of the chosen's lackeys <laughs> decided to uh, board my ship and uh, begin pillaging and plundering. So anyway, that was that was fun. That was a good time. But I I, I say that as a, as a preface today's episode is what Jack and I want to talk about today is why some of the reasons we would encourage, and I think that's probably the right word, individuals to not engage with the TV show, The Chosen. Now, if you've already... Part of this is going to link... Jack, you might have to remind me because I can't really remember, but it was probably a couple months ago we did an episode on the Second Commandment violations, right? Yeah. 2CV, all that stuff, and why Jack and I aren't fans of... Uh, depictions of Christ, either in, you know, movies or 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 pictures or things like that, and then definitely even more so within the realm of the local church itself, right? And within that up, we said we're not going to make a big stink of it. If someone's got a picture of Jesus in their home. We're still going to like go into their house. We're not going to make a big deal of it, right? But our personal preference, our personal conviction, is that it's not it's not a great thing to do, and especially when it comes to worship on the Lord's Day, uh, definitely not helpful. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we put that up out. You can go you can go listen to that to kind of hear more in depth on that. That 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 does play a little bit into this. Um, but we're going to talk about today. We're going to dive in because I believe it needed and it, it requires more explanation than what Twitter can give it. Uh, I'm going to use this episode as kind of a, an opportunity to to explain myself. <laughs> <laughs> um. But Jack, I want to throw it over to you first, man. Why do you think before we start getting into it, why do you think why do you think the TV show is so popular? Because it, it is a very, very popular TV show. Yeah. That's very, you know, kind of held in high regard in, in a lot of evangelical circles. Yeah, I would say part of it is I mean, it's it, it goes into the flow of what we're used to as far as a medium in communicating what it would look like for Jesus to interact with people. Um, and I think we're always uh, curious about those interactions. Yeah, yeah, sure. Um, I think we're always, I think we're wanting more out of the Gospels. I think we are. And I think our imaginations, to us at least, are not as great as maybe filmmakers or other people in entertainment. And so we want that. Um, and I mean, what you're saying that Christian movies aren't the pinnacle of cinema excellence. Um, are you, what, what they, this is news to me. How, the Kendrick brothers are like sacred. How bro. can I explain this? Um, Christian, have you seen facing the giant Christian movies are to the entertainment world as subway is to sandwiches. <laughs> At least subway smells good when you walk in. <laughs> Dude, that's an insult. Uh, that's an insult. That's an that's an insult. They are not your go to. Okay, that's an insult to Subway. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I will say that uh, because of that, we want. I mean, and plus, let's be honest. Like our society's um, sermons today are movies. You get um, a lot of different thematic. Oh, a I lot see what of you're different yeah, 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 yeah. morality yeah. tales from movies and moving. Sure. 
pictures, if you will, if you want to use yeah, an old, film, old, old school term, then you would TV, literature. Yeah, film and TV are one of the main ways that culture preaches today. Yeah. For sure. Absolutely. So, I mean, so part of it is that, but I think other people are just really inquisitive about... And I mean, I think I have people, I know I have at least a couple people that watch The Chosen, but they do it on an entertainment basis, I guess, more than they go to it as their main kind of, this is who Jesus is, this is how he interacted with people. I think they go to it as very supplementary versus I think our concern is to go to it in a very primary way and to say, let The Chosen dictate to who Jesus is and then superimpose that onto the scriptures versus we would probably say the other way around. We would say, let the scriptures dictate who Jesus is and how he went about things and have the chosen as very much supplementary at best for entertainment reasons (laughs) versus like teaching reasons, I would say. Yeah. Yeah, so let let let's start let's start getting into it. I guess let's let's uh, I can I can start kind of going through I've got two main reasons why I would encourage the Christian to not uh, to not engage with the chosen in terms of like a uh, you know, even even in even a a means of entertainment, I there's there there's part of me that even if it's for that means, I still have a problem with that, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out why, mm-hmm. um, but 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 first off, um, Jack and I aren't fans of just of of portrayals of Jesus Christ that are outside of outside of Scripture. You know, we're just not. Yeah, you know, and it's. Whether it's in in pictures or art or film or you know thing, things of that sort, it's we just we just we, we've never we've never seen and we covered this in in the two CV episode, but we've never seen or heard a good reason for it, right? Uh, uh, we've never we've never come across this situation where we're like, you know what, the image of Christ being there, the depiction of Jesus being there, actually enhanced and made that piece of art uh, better. Right. Um, I think there's a lot of reasons why people enjoy or, or will will utilize, you know, pictures of Christ or images of Christ and things of that sort. I don't really think there's good reasons. I think there's reasons that are worse than others. And like Jack already mentioned, like if you're using it to enhance your worship in some way, like if you have the picture of Jesus and he looks like Obi-Wan Kenobi and he's on the wall, right? And you're using it to kind of focus your prayers and things like that. I mean, that's just that's just that's just evangelical prayer beads is all that is at that point, sure. right? And yeah. it, and it's not it's not healthy, it's not good, right? Um so I think I think that's I think that's kind of the baseline. That is definitely one of the reasons. It's not the only reason for me. Something that I I, I want to I want to address real quick because I think a lot of people were trying to impose this as the reason. Everyone was trying to say, well, you just don't like it because you think it's made by Mormons and it's not made by Mormons. The director is actually uh, Tim LaHaye. Is it Tim LaHaye or Jerry? Jen- it's Jerry Jenkins' kid, right? I think Maybe. it's Jerry Jenkins' yeah. kid. So he's the guy that wrote Left Behind. And they're like, it's not Mormon. It's, you know, he's, his dad wrote Left Behind. It's Jerry Jenkins in my head. You know, what I wanted to say, I wanted to be snarky and unchristlike and be like, and that's 
better. <laughs> but I didn't say that because that would not have been very Christ-like. Um, but here's the thing. It's not... My main issue with it is not uh, with who's making it. All right? Mm-hmm. I... I it if it is funded by a by by mormons or by catholics or if the director is mormon honestly that to me if it's true it just adds to the reasons that i have if it's not true it doesn't change my opinion yeah um i don't i that that to me really isn't the main thrust of the argument um yeah because i've heard some reports of yeah it is funded or no it's not and well he's the director he's not mormon but he works with mormons and he thinks that christians and mormons are the same thing honestly like you 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 can go into the rabbit trail on that and i just don't have the time or the desire to do that right um the main thing that i have an issue with and Jack already alluded to it, and I think it's a much more insidious topic when we're talking about film and movies that depict the person of Christ, uh, either in a good way or a bad way, right? It's, um, we as human beings are very visual people, right? Like Jack said, the, the, the culture primarily preaches through film and TV, right? That, mm-hmm. And that's true. That's, that's a very easy medium for us to learn from, and to become attached to, because it activates all of the senses, right? It activates our emotions. It's 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 visual. It's it's it. You know, if there's a good soundtrack, it it, it enhances that with what we're hearing, what we're feeling. It really is one of the best ways to communicate. And because of that, it's very effective in rooting in our minds and in our hearts, mm-hmm. right? Because that's true. And again, I'm I'm a big film guy. I really enjoy film. I enjoy cinema. I think I think I think it's great. I'm not am I anti that at all? But because of that, what I am seeing and what I have heard, and I'm not just making this up. These are conversations that I've had with 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 actual Christians, is that they love the chosen because of the way that it portrays the gospels, the way that it enhances the gospels the way that it causes them to think about the Gospels in ways that they've never thought before, the ways that it, it, it causes them to think about, about the person of Christ in the ways that they never have before. And on the surface, I think we could be like, oh, that's great, fantastic. Like, look, it's, it's, look at all the work that it's doing, right? But my point is, it's my belief that if we dig a little deeper that type of mentality is actually having much more damage to our mm. hearts and to our minds than the good that it's bringing. Yeah. It's also interesting too, because I'm wondering what is happening in some believers minds about when they watch the chosen chosen versus when they go worship on the Lord's day and hear their pastor preach are. <laughs> It's kind of like um, you're going to sensory overload with one thing, and then when you go to what should be the regular means of grace for you, that just doesn't do it for you anymore. Sure. You know? Sure. Yeah. So I'm a little bit worried about that as well, too, in that sense. Um, yeah. See, and, and what, what ends up happening 
is because we are such visual people, because we attach so so easily to movies and TV shows, and they're designed to do that, mm-hmm. now what ends up happening is because we have uh, we have we've attached ourselves so 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 deeply to this show when we read scripture now when we read the gospels because our minds and our hearts are are something that 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 is is, is, is something that is so difficult for us to control now what we're going to start doing is putting the template of that show over the Gospels. And now when I read the words of Christ, I'm going to be picturing them as this actor says them. Or now that I, when I read certain passages in the Gospels, I'm going to be picturing them in the ways that this movie or this TV show portrayed those events unfolding as. Yeah. So now what ends up happening is the actor's or the director's decision as to what should be what should be, you know, inflected upon, what should be emphasized, what shouldn't be emphasized. Subconsciously, we're going to start utilizing that because we can't help it. Mm. It's just it's just what we do. Right? And we're going to start, even without us knowing it, start using that as the template to now mm. when you're reading the gospels, you're reading the chosen's version of uh, the gospel. I see. Yeah. Right? And you're reading you're reading the you're reading the actor that portrays Jesus. You're reading his version of how Jesus said these things. Mm-hmm. Right? And again, it it has the potential to very quickly undermine how we view scripture. And how we view Christ and how we view the Gospels, right? Because now we're taking this, this, this cultural thing and subconsciously now it's the filter that we put over reading this, right? Yeah. So this is, and, and, and here's the thing, like I'm not, I'm not just, I, I want to be, I, I want to try to be clear. I'm not just making this up. This is conversations that I've had with many Christians. When I ask them, what do you like about the chosen? Hardly ever, I would say 10% of the time, is the reason, oh, I just think it's entertaining, it's a good popcorn, you know, it's a good popcorn flick. I, I don't hear that. Mm-hmm. I always hear about how, oh, it just, it opens their minds to this, this, you know, this, this aspect of Christ. It just, it opens their minds to, to how, uh, how, you know, how human he actually was. It makes me feel more connected to the person of Christ. And although I understand that, because that's that's the TV show's job, that's what it's supposed to do, sure, right? Yeah, because I want you to keep watching. Yeah, but that's supposed to be the job of the scriptures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Now, there's other reasons uh, as well. Like I think the way that they portray Christ is actually very flawed. Like you you, you have a Christ who uh, it, it's his his humanity is greatly overemphasized. And you have scenes of him like trying to like rehearse the Sermon on the Mount and trying to figure out, okay, how do I say this? What are we like? We're like salt. We're like salt. Yeah. And you see him like working through these things as if it was something that he had to he had to like take notes on instead of him being God. Right. Mm -hmm. So there's other things like that that I think are really, really unhelpful that portray Christ in a way that I do not believe is biblical at all. But my main critique and my main worry about this is what it's doing to us regarding how we read scripture and how we interact with the actual person of Christ that we see in the gospels. Yeah. Uh, and I want that to be unfiltered. I don't want 
I don't want to be picturing, you know, whether it's this guy or whether it's Jim Caviezel or whether it's Robert Powell from the Jesus of Nazareth TV shows. <laughs> I don't I don't want to be picturing or hearing this dude in my head as I'm reading scripture. Yeah. And when we give the chosen such a prominent place in our life, if we're going to be honest with ourselves, it's really difficult to do that. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Plus, I think as well, too, I think film as a medium is very interesting because it's it's a way of almost your own interpretation of things. So what oh, it one hundred percent is all the time. So yeah. what I mean by that is there are filmmakers who make films specifically to gauge your imagination to think what would you what do you think is actually going on there. So. Um, I, I've seen interviews with like Quentin Tarantino when he does this. So like this, these are very like rated R films, people. So if you don't want to watch rated R films, don't it, do it, it. It's Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> what, what are you gonna? He's never made a, so, a made a kid friendly film. So I mean, he even talked about this in like Pulp Fiction, where he said, you know, people asked him, well, what's in the suitcase? That's gold. That John Travolta right. opens up and there's. You know, is there gold in there? What's in there? He's like, I don't tell people that. I want them to be, I want them to insert what's gold, what's in there. I want them to think about it. And so I think that's, that's a little bit scary too, because that's relativism. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) In an artistic form. And so are we saying now that we can, we can now use this medium as a relativistic form to understanding the gospel. I mean, I'm just taking things from our culture and superimposing them on the medium that's happening right now. Sure. And I feel like that's very unwise to do. I understand to a certain degree why people like the chosen, because I think in some parts of Christianity, Jesus is completely divine and you can't touch him. Sure. Like yeah. You can't yep. relate to him. True. So I can get that. I can get that to a degree. I'll give I'll give some, you know, some forbearance on that. But to make him but you can't just completely just swing the pendulum in the other direction and make him totally human as well too with dynamics that I don't know that they would necessarily do in the in ancient Near Eastern culture. <laughs> sure. Right. So, yeah, it's it's hard to play that game. And then on top of it, it's just like, I don't even want to watch it to begin with. Because, you know, I've maybe perused an episode or two, and I'm just like, eh, okay, I can get maybe some entertainment out of this, but as far as anything helpful, not really. So, yeah. I don't know. Those are just... Yeah off the cuff thoughts too no no 100 percent, man yeah and look jack and i like we're if you've listened to the reformatory enough i think we've i think we've proven and we've done a good job at, at showing and and proving to our listeners that that we aren't we aren't just a couple of grumpy reformed baptists yeah right jack and i love <laughs> we we love film and we love you know you know there's it's 
but we take the things of Christ very, very seriously. Yeah. Right. And and I, it is my conviction that I do believe this poses a problem and continues to pose a problem based on one my interaction with the TV show. I'm not speaking out of ignorance. I've 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 watched I've watched a good part of it just because when it first came out. Uh, everyone was talking about it in my yeah. church. I'm like, okay, well, what is this thing, right? And I wanted to see what was going on. So it is an informed opinion based on my own experience and also many, many, many conversations I've had with fans of the show and why they like it. Yeah, And that causes concern for me. Sure. Because even though you might not think like, oh, I'm not, I'm not putting the template of the show over scripture, right? I would caution you that we do that so much. It's so insidious how easily we can do that without even knowing that we're doing it. And that that is my caution. It's a, and it's a it's a caution that that comes from someone who like I know I struggle with this. Yeah. Right. Like I I have to be very careful just just with who I am not to be imposing my own opinions uh, onto Scripture because eisegesis is real. Right. Wherever you are yeah. in Scripture, you know it's your job to preach that text and not what the Bible and not your opinions. Mm-hmm. Right. Because at that point you're putting your own template over what the Bible says. Yeah. Right. It's the same thing with this. We have to be so careful with it. And I'm of the opinion that it's so easy to fall into that with this one particular show. I think it's just why is just to just don't like it's not I don't think it's worth it. And and I'm not I'm not a big fan of of utilizing the person of Christ for entertainment value either. You know, like I I think I think he's I think he's he's very relatable as he should be. But you know, making a making a movie about him or making you know a TV show about him, I just I I struggle to see the benefit, and I see much more risk and cost than I do anything good that can come from it. Mm. Yeah, I mean, th- there's so many. I would say there's there's a blurred line to where you don't really have a lot of answers to to like. Mm. You know what is, because usually this is what you what you ask film directors about when they make a film. Why do you want to take this project on? Like, yeah, what sure. what drives you to make this? I guess I'm not. He- I don't know if I've I haven't watched enough interviews with the guy who like is behind it or whatnot. Um, that'd be interesting to see. Like, where is his mind at? Because, like. <laughs> I think that a lot of people are more along the lines of like, we need this like modern Bible to really guide us versus the scripture. Like the scripture isn't good enough kind of idea. Yeah. And I think, I think he, I think, I think there are those that are like that Uh, from, from what I've, what I've listened to from him, he's, he takes much more of an, of a, of of a, like, um, evangelism approach with it mm. is that is that he's like sure. he's he's introducing Jesus in a new way to a culture using a medium that 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 the culture uses. Yeah, right? and look, I understand that, and I understand, and I support the desire to want to get the gospel out to the world, use utilizing the neutral tools that we have in our culture. I fully support that, hundred percent. Right. I just think there's a difference between actually sharing the gospel yeah and utilizing those tools to actually get the gospel out there yeah versus creating a tv show 
with your like own a, opinions. Like a diorama of the gospel. <laughs> right. The, those are those are different things, right? And and yeah, some people might just say it's semantics. I think it's a little bit more than semantics. Hmm. I you know, because yeah, I I, I I do think it's more than I do think it's there's there's more than semantics there. Yeah. So it's again Jack and I aren't going to we're not gonna it, it's it's a lot like our two C V up. If you watch The Chosen and you like The Chosen, I'm, I'm not going to make a big deal about it. I'm not going to get in your face. I'm not going to say you're you're in sin for watching it. I'm not I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Just we hope that you hear this as a perhaps a gentle reminder and yeah. an encouragement to understand one the deceitfulness of our own heart and mm. our propensity and and the ease of which we put templates whether they be our own or the cultures over scripture and read them through that. Yeah. Right. And two, uh, utilizing a source other than scripture and scripture alone as a means to draw a deeper connection with either the gospel or the person of Christ or the events that we read in the gospels. Right. It's not a healthy thing to do. Sure. And, and that is what scripture is for. Right. Because, like Zach said, you're going to start building up a tolerance, and if the TV show is the thing that does it for you, sooner or later, reading the Gospels, it's it's going to not be enough, and you're going to need you're going to need yeah. that stimuli in order to get that quote unquote feeling or the connection that you're looking for. So, with all of those being the case, we just suggest you just stay away from it. Don't it's not worth it. And that's that's our encouragement. It's not a rebuke. It's not a command. It's it's an encouragement that we hope you you hear. You hear our hearts behind, and you consider it. And like and know that again, it's not coming from a couple of stodgy, grumpy Reformed Baptists. So I think I think we've done a pretty good <laughs> job at proving that that we're pretty lighthearted yeah. on this podcast. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just this is something that we actually kind of take kind of serious. And you know, when those come along, we we hope you we hope you consider it. Yeah. And I think too, just like I said, you know, what, what is, you know, the medium of today and the chosen of today, like how far are we willing to take that? Mm. Um, you know, what, what do we want to do next? Uh, because you have the metaverse right now going on. Sure. Sure. What's, you, what's the next chosen? Yeah. Right? I, I'm just thinking about those ramifications as well too. What we talked about, like, if if scripture doesn't do it for you and you need the show to kind of yeah. be your guide so to say to get that kick like what's the next thing that you need and i feel like that's just going to be a never ending source of like you chasing after something that god already provided for you mm. to understand who he is um through the scriptures and yeah, I think that could go down a very weird and dangerous path um, that we aren't prepared to really talk about on this episode completely. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because we're already out of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've already we've already we've already already wrestled some gummy worms. Yeah, so it's probably it's probably time <laughs> to to get going. So yeah. Long story short, guys, we hope you hear our heart on that. You know, we're we're not trying to be grumpy. We're not trying to tell you, you know, you're in sin if you do this yeah. and don't do this and do this and do this. That's that's not what we're about. We just we hope you hear our thoughts and you consider them. 
and uh, you know weigh them uh, weigh weigh them in the balance. All right. Mm. Uh, um, well, Jack, I think uh, I think I'm going to go create a Twitter circle <laughs> and fill them with only the people that agree with me. And then I'll just post. Tw- I'll just post the chosen hot takes in there, <laughs> and it's just gonna be it's just gonna be pandemonium of oh, just just man. people just amen, <laughs> praise hands, yeah, praise <laughs> hands. Praise this hands. right, you know, pointing up. This right here. <laughs> this right here. That that's oh that's that's God. what I'm going. That's what the Twitter circles are for. I can't wait. I gotta like upload my Twitter app to see what these Twitter circles are all about because that's gonna be interesting. Oh, yeah. And then if somebody puts me in one, I'm gonna be like. Uh, I don't know about well, that. Well, see, see, I don't know. Can you tell if you're in one? That's my question. Like, <laughs> like, do I know if I do I know if I made the cut or not? Do I know or, or, if or I'm in I the matrix be, or not? Exactly. <laughs> will I just be blissfully unaware? Like, that's my question. If I'm if I'm in t- somebody's Twitter circle, do I know they're in their Twitter circle? <laughs> do I get a badge? Do we get do we get matching? Do we shirts? get a warning? Do we get a notification? <laughs> what is going on? Is there, with this? Is there yes? Do I get notified? Yeah. <laughs> nobody oh my knows. goodness nobody. nobody knows nobody will ever know jack Seriously. nobody will ever know all right jack get us get us out of here man ladies and gentlemen big eva has sung and when big eva sings that is time to let you all know how you can support the reformatory and listen to us further on the sociables if you will yes the metaverse the facebook mm, the zuckerberg yes. site yes that we'll all be perpetually stuck in and it'll turn into Ready Player One or something along those lines. Uh, you can follow us there. You can follow us on The Tweaker, The Little Blue Bird. Uh, it's not taken over by Elon Musk and there's these new Twitter circles apparently. So Twitter circles? New vacuum echo chambers for you all to waste oh. your time in apparently. Uh, <laughs> and then you have the Instant Cram. Yes, classic with marshmallow and chocolate. You can follow us all at the tag at Reformatory Pod at all of those sociable sites. And Josh, you can tell the lovely people how they can support us maybe a little bit further and maybe get some merchandise, if you will. So. That's right. We do have merchandise for all of your rustled gummy worms. <laughs> you can head on over to reformatorypod.com and there you can catch up on the newest app. You can uh, read a little bit about Jack and I. It's a boring page. Yeah. But what the best part about it is that you can head over to the local church merch and get yourself some some custom local church swag. It looks amazing. Rep your local church and look good doing it. Mm. You can head on over to Patreon, and if uh, you should decide to you know, save yourself a gallon of gas a month for $5, for a $5 holla, mm. You could become a Patreon supporter of the Reformatory and have your name hallowed. Hallowed, sir. Hallowed. Hallowed through the halls of this podcast. Last but definitely not least, we see the numbers. We see who's listening on Apple. I can see you Apple listeners. I'm talking to you specifically. <laughs> you specifically. Listening on your, I, on your iPod. People listen on iPods anymore? Your iPhone. I think they got dis- They're getting discontinued, I think. No. Very soon. iPods oh, are getting goodness. discontinued. It's just the phones now. No, the phone. that's sad. An era has closed. <laughs> we can see that you're listening, and we can see that you haven't given us a review. We can see that you haven't scrolled down and taken five seconds out of your day and hit the five stars. Mm. We can see that, and we are asking you, brothers and sisters in Christ, local churchmen, local churchwomen, we ask for your help. We ask for your support. We ask that you would give us the honor 
of a five-star review. We would definitely appreciate it. We would love it. We would love you. Helps get the podcast out to more people. We would really, really appreciate it. I thought you were going to go full Driscoll and say, how dare you? (laughs) (laughs) I ain't doing that. (laughs) Psych. (laughs) Not happening. We love you guys. We thank you for listening, and we will catch you on the next step of the Reformatory.